Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Concord Quotes a podcast that takes you through the Lutheran confessions in a year. So grab your book of Concord and join us as we begin today's reading. Today we will be reading from the Solid Declaration of the Formula of Concord, Article 4, Sections 19 through 32. But here again it is well to note also the distinction of which St. Paul says, Romans 7.22, I am willing and delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members, that is, not only unwilling or disinclined, but also warring against the law of my mind, and as regards the unwilling and rebellious flesh. Paul says, 1 Corinthians 9.27, I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. And Galatians 5.24, Romans 8.13. They that are Christ have crucified, yea, slain the flesh with its affections and lusts. But it is false and must be censured when it is asserted and taught as though good works were free to believers in the sense that it were optional with them to do or to admit them or that they might or could act contrary thereto to the law of God, and nonetheless could retain faith in God's favor and grace. Secondly, when it is taught that good works are necessary, it must also be explained why and for what reasons they are necessary, which reasons are enumerated in the Augsburg Confession and Apology. But here we must be well on our guard, lest works are drawn and mingled into the article of justification and salvation. Therefore the propositions are justly rejected, that to believers good works are necessary for salvation, so that it is impossible to be saved without good works, for they are directly contrary to the doctrine concerning the exclusive particles in the article of justification and salvation. That is, they conflict with the words by which St. Paul has entirely excluded our works and merits from the article of justification and salvation, and ascribed everything to the grace of God and the merit of Christ alone, as explained in the preceding article. Again, they, these propositions concerning the necessity of good works for salvation, take from afflicted, troubled consciences the comfort of the gospel, give occasion for doubt, are in many ways dangerous, strengthen presupposition in one's own righteousness and confidence in one's own works. Besides, they are accepted by the papists and in their interest 
adduced against the pure doctrine of the alone saving faith. Moreover, they are contrary to the form of sound words, as it is written that blessedness is only of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works, Romans 4.6. Likewise, in the sixth article of the Augsburg Confession, it is written that we are saved without works by faith alone. Thus, Dr. Luther, too, has rejected and condemned these propositions. 1. And the false prophets among the Galatians, who led the Galatians into error. 2. And the Papists in very many places. 3. And the Anabaptists, when they present this interpretation, we should not indeed rest faith upon the merit of works, but we must nevertheless have them as things necessary to salvation. 4. Also in some others among his own followers who wished to interpret this proposition thus. Although we require works as necessary to salvation, yet we do not teach to place trust in works. On Genesis 22. Accordingly, and for the reasons now enumerated, it is justly to remain settled in our churches, namely, that the aforesaid models of speech should not be taught, defended, or excused, but be thrown out of our churches, and repudiated as false and incorrect, and as expressions which are renewed in consequence of the interim, originated from it, and we were again drawn into discussion in times of persecution, when there was a special need of a clear, correct confession against all sorts of corruptions and adulterations of the article of justification. Thirdly, since it also disputed whether good works preserve salvation or whether they are necessary for preserving faith, righteousness, and salvation. And this again is of high and great importance. For he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Matthew 24:13. Also Hebrews 3, 6-14. We are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. We must also explain well and precisely how righteousness and salvation are preserved in us, lest it be lost again. Above all, therefore, the false Epicurean delusion is to be earnestly censured and rejected, namely, that some imagine that faith and the righteousness and salvation which they have received can be lost through no sins or wicked deeds, not even through willful and intentional ones, but that a Christian although he indulges his wicked lust without fear and shame, resists the Holy Ghost, and purposely engages in sins against conscience, yet nonetheless retains faith, God's grace, righteousness, and salvation. Against this pernicious delusion, the following true, immutable, divine threats and severe punishments and admonitions should be often repeated and impressed upon Christians who are justified by faith. 1 Corinthians 6, nine. Be not deceived neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, etc., shall inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians 5.21, Ephesians 5.5, 5, They which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Romans 8.13, If ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. Colossians 3.6, For which things sake the wrath of God cometh upon the children of disobedience. This concludes today's reading. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Concord Quotes. For more quotes from the Book of Concord, like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash concordquotes1530, or you can follow us on Twitter at Concord Quotes.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.